Welcome to the J Crypto Audio Experience. First off, thanks for coming. Second off, I want to congratulate you for investing in the education of blockchain, cryptocurrency, NFTs, decentralized finance, all those terms that when you first hear you go, what the hell does that mean? Blockchain is a technology shift, guys. Once in a lifetime opportunity. This is Malibu beachfront property, $1,000 per the acre. Now, to take advantage of it properly, you got to invest in that education. And that's what you're here for. That's what I'm here for. So let's learn together. Jay Crypto here once again, and I got a sick episode for you today on NFTs, the future of NFTs, and kind of if you're newer to NFTs, or maybe it's hard for you to see the potential of them, you're going to find out the potential of them in this episode, I think. I really do think so. Uh, I'm going to try to make a compelling case of why the younger generation should seriously be looking at NFTs instead of other types of assets. And this is not financial advice, but maybe it's, maybe I should rephrase. I think of NFTs as beachfront Malibu property of the younger generations. The reasons for this I can go over and we can compare asset classes. But I think it's good to educate yourselves, whether you're young or old really, on these NFTs because you can just find certain ones and things are about to pop up, I really do suspect. And if you're early into it, then you will be able to create a revenue stream for the rest of your life through NFTs. Now, let's get right into it. First of all, I will say that if you want to learn more about NFT projects, I cover some of the latest NFT projects. So it's cool because we get to both together learn and understand some of the cutting edge things that NFT projects are doing, as well as DeFi projects. And I do that through various means, not just through you know, your standard financial products, but also through games even because they tend to have the most new technology and innovative tech, so on and so forth when it comes to blockchain. Um, so that's what we're going to be doing here today. I hope you enjoy. Sit back, relax, enjoy the ride. So first, let's just take a general look at the market. So in my opinion, NFTs have a very interesting role in the market right now. If you're newer to crypto, you can see that we've had a bit of a correction uh, in the market recently. And there's a lot of debate whether these major caps, as we call them, a major cap is any cryptocurrency in the top 100. I would consider it a major cap uh, at this point. And we've, we've had a bit of a correction in the major caps where we've where we've noticed and where we've seen that these tokens have come back from their all-time highs. And recently, as I've been studying projects that have been exploding, we've seen a new trend develop. And for the history of everybody, here's how it really broke down, in my opinion, from being in crypto this whole year and last year too. So in the winter and maybe even late fall, we really saw DeFi explode. So what I mean is the late fall of last year and then the winter of this year all the way up until probably around, I would say, March and April. And then what happened was we briefly saw what was a explosion in NFTs. Now, NFTs really just rocketed as celebrities made pretty basic NFTs with no real utility. And that brought NFTs to the mainstream and certain projects that were very successful like NBA Top Shot, which had been selling 
basically clips of their top players with not really a huge monetization for the person owning the clip, but more at, from a collectible standpoint, as if it was like a sports card type of deal, uh, have NFTs sold, selling for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Then what happened was we did see that there was more education about NFTs, and with that education, people started to ask more questions, and I believe this was a healthy step for NFTs as we saw the general price of NFTs, especially those early NFTs, were, which were some of, some of them were nothing more than just a picture like this, uh, though actually CryptoKitties does have some interesting phenomenons that we won't talk about right at this moment, but let's pretend that this particular NFT of CryptoKitties had nothing else except for a picture and it was selling for $2,000. I mean, it's just art and I get it like that people do make a lot of money selling art, but at the same time, this was drastically a understatement of what NFTs were and what they can do. Then what happened was we saw DAOs evolve, and then we really saw on Binance Smart Chain and Polygon, uh, now we're seeing it, a explosion in user adoption that on Ethereum just wasn't possible. The reason for this was the gas fees on Ethereum, though they were low for the OGs of crypto, became incredibly high, and to transact just a small value of $20 could cost someone $60 to $80 at the peaks of the gas fees. So this created a separation from Ethereum P uh, NFT games and platforms, in my opinion, to a more cheap version of NFTs uh, and and a very low cost of making NFTs on other blockchains like Wax, like Binance Smart Chain, and as I just mentioned, Polygon, which is actually a sidechain for Ethereum, so a great place for Ethereum NFT projects to migrate to. Now, with all these developers focused on NFTs of all the, on all these different blockchains, what we saw was an evolution in NFTs. The funny part is that most of the NFTs that seemed very cutting edge and uh, the most innovative, if you will, were actually plotted as far back as a year ago. So if we look at it like that, then we can understand that right now, NFT platforms are currently being masterminded, made up, and thought about behind the scenes that will seem innovative in another year from now that we can't even imagine what they do. Here's a great NFT, though, to separate the men from the boys. This one I really like in my in uh, my humble opinion because it gives incredible use case and utility. So it's part of a DeFi application called BeEarn.Fi. Now BeEarn.Fi has multiple DeFi tools that allow you to yield farm and uh, basically yield aggregate and they have a decentralized exchange and they're going to have an NFT marketplace pretty soon. This is a... Basically, how the, these NFTs work is there's only three tiers of them. And the highest tier at its peak costed over $50,000. The second tier to get one of them costed around $25,000. And then the third tier at its peak costed about $10,000. Now the prices have gone down, so it is actually a good time to cop some of these if you want to look in and, and research it. I do have multiple videos that you can check out. On these things, they're called B-Power Hands, Diamond, Platinum, and Gold Hands. And you can check out what the benefits are and so on and so forth and how to get them and decide for yourself if you want to do that or not. 
The main point is owning one of these NFTs is much more than owning a picture of a hand. In fact, you will actually get two things that are very important. One thing that these NFTs do is all the profits made from all their apps and the fees generated go towards the hand holders. So in order to purchase one of these, you actually are not buying it from the actual app. What you're doing is you're taking the app's local native tokens, which are BDO and BFI, and you're locking them up for six months. Now, in order to get back your tokens, you do have to destroy the NFT or redeem it, if you will. And when you redeem it, if you redeem it within six months, uh, what happens is you get a fee penalty, uh, penalty fee and every month that fee will go down. So for the first month, there's a 25% penalty. And then if you hold for six months, there's no penalty. So you actually will get back all your tokens, which is cool because instead of having to go on to OpenSea and buying an NFT for one ETH and never seeing that ETH again, you have the option with these NFTs to redeem them for whatever tokens you locked up. And the tokens are set. So if you bought five beefy at $40, and then it just so happens that in six months, beefy is worth seven your cumulative of beefy. So five of them are worth like $17,000. Then that's fine. They're going to give you $17,000 or whatever beefy you deposit. So as the tokens appreciate as you're locking them up, that's that's incredible because you can you have the option in six months to get them back or sooner by paying a fee. What's also cool about it is all the ecosystem profits will go to these NFT holders. So, or a percentage, if you will. And the higher tier you have, the more percentage you get. Another thing that's cool about it is you get this stuff called B power. Now, with every B power, you actually gain more benefits. So, for example, all the B power hands have the ability to invest in IDOs on the BRN ecosystem since they have a new launch pad. And another thing that you get is the ability to vote on NFTs for their NFT marketplace when they come out. As you can see, this is a much more rich experience for NFTs. And uh, being a rich experience, we're able to see what a richer NFT looks like. Now, the reason why I think that NFTs are a great uh, thing to look at for the younger generation is because we are seeing inflation uh, really happen, not so much just with consumer goods, though that is happening in construction, at least here in the United States, but in assets like housing and, and things of that nature as well. So they say real estate is the best investment and it does prove to be something that will appreciate, but the problem is not everyone can afford to get into real estate as an investment. So as we can see, real estate will keep going up, leaving the younger generation further and further behind, especially with the lack of increasing uh, wages for the upper or the lower and middle class compared to the inflation. This is why we love deflationary tokens. This is why we like Bitcoin. This is why we don't necessarily love when our economy prints a lot of fiat dollars because it just is harder and harder to keep up with the printing of money, which is devaluing our currency compared to the uh, assets that we would love to own that will create wealth for us and our families in perpetuity. So, why am I talking about all this? Well, I just wanted to put on your radar some ideas that haven't happened yet that I could see drastically happening that would be incredible for the younger generation to get into. And the reason why is because we're already into it. So what's about to happen, in my opinion, is you're going to see all these things like Netflix or anime or top podcasts and YouTube channels 
start to do something very interesting, in my opinion, which is imagine if something like Netflix, right? You could buy an NFT of Netflix and get a portion of all the revenue Netflix makes. And all you have to do is lock up Netflix tokens. Well, now Netflix has three streams of revenue that they're creating and you have a new stream of revenue. So the first stream is Netflix will gain fees every time their local tokens are locked up. Okay. The second way is if people undeposit their NFTs or trade their NFTs, or excuse me, if they undeposit their NFTs uh, before the lockup time, they can also create uh, revenue for Netflix. The third way is every time an NFT that Netflix creates is traded, there is actually on the blockchain a way to create a 10% royalty on these NFTs, which most of you know. So that means that if an NFT that Netflix makes that gives somebody 0.0001% of all of their uh, profit for every one of their shows or subscriptions, I mean, then what happens is if that NFT trades for a million dollars, they actually make a hundred thousand dollars every time that NFT trades for a million. So that's why it's good for Netflix. Now, why is it good for a normal person? Well, if a normal person wants another stream of income and say that there's they can't afford the gold NFT that costs a million dollars, well, maybe they can afford one that costs ten dollars or twenty dollars that gives them a small little tiny tiny fraction of all the subscriptions that Netflix accumulates, okay? Let's say that 25% of Netflix's revenue from subscriptions goes directly to the NFT holders. And let's say that Netflix now creates different tiers of NFTs that people can buy. And basically, that gives people, number one, that gives Netflix a way to share their asset with their community of people who use and subscribe to Netflix. Number two, it gives Netflix a way to become a form of virtual real estate where you can actually earn on the potential and potential revenue of companies in the future. Okay, but now let's talk about something as socially relevant or culturally relevant with the younger generation as anime. So what's interesting about anime is you have a lot of different types of animes and it's such a pop culture thing right now in a lot of different countries and it seems to be growing and growing as you hear people like Gary Vaynerchuk talk about anime's potential and others as well. And what I could see happening with anime is when someone wants to create a show, why not create a token for that show to fund the show? Or if somebody wants to create 10 episodes of a show and fund it themselves, then maybe that's enough proof to give, once they create those 10 episodes, to launch a token sale. So that way, people that like the show and want to keep it going can fund it by investing in it by buying the tokens, right? Or do an initial DEX offering, okay? Now, what about if they were to create an NFT for each show that had a passive income model? Well, it would work similarly with Netflix. Instead of being just for the subscription, I mean, here's an anime right there, Naruto. Look at that. Even on Netflix, they have anime. But imagine if you could get it more small scale than a giant company like Netflix. Let's just say that there's a show that's doing really well. Like I clicked on the popular ones here, and I guess these are all the popular animes. And this one, for example, is called One Piece. And let's say that One Piece has like a huge fan base, right? Well, what would happen? Imagine if you could just invest in the potential of One Piece. Okay. So if you could directly invest into One Piece potential and into all the licensing revenue, because how these animes work is Crunchyroll will actually 
buy the rights to use One Piece's content on their channel so that way they can gain subscribers. So how, how One Piece works is they try to create the best anime possible and then they try to make revenue through royalties and licensing in perpetuity. How Crunchyroll works is similar to Netflix where they have subscriptions, right? And they uh, basically buy the rights in the licensing of the show. But imagine if you could, instead of having to invest in all of Crunchyroll or Netflix, just invest in the Queen's Gambit or in One Piece. And they have an NFT where basically all the licensing revenue in perpetuity you can actually gain a part of by buying their NFT, much like how we saw B-Power. I mean, what would be great about this for, obviously, uh, these shows or these animes is then what happens is, yes, they're they're giving away some profit from the licensing, but guys, remember, now they're creating from thin air a very communal extra stream of income because every time their NFTs, if they had three types of tiers and maybe the top tier had, you know, was worth $10 million because it has 0.01% of all the licensing revenue, which is a lot of money because to license a show sometimes costs like 250k per year. So imagine that. So if 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 uh, if it was like 10 million dollars for 0.01, because One Piece might be licensed out to about you know 700 or or maybe even 1400 different places, that's an easy profit to make up for the actual One Piece people. But if that thing gets traded, then One Piece is making an additional. $1 million every time it gets traded. Not to mention, it's also making money on their smaller scale NFTs that will probably get traded a little bit more. And as the show does better and better, your NFT would be worth more too. So now you have an asset that's giving you passive income from a show that maybe you love or know about and believe in. And guess what else? The actual asset is appreciating too. So now let's go into, and the cool part about this is it's fractional. So I mean, Netflix and then obviously these anime shows or Netflix shows like The Queen's Gambit or some of the popular anime shows like we see here, they can decide on how small they want their NFTs to be because it doesn't matter. If they're making a 10% profit every time the NFT is traded, then it's probably a good thing to have some NFTs that are available to the average consumer. And how great would it be to know when you're watching your favorite show that you're also making some passive income? Because the more popular it gets, boom, the more passive income you're making as an NFT holder and the asset that you hold from holding the IP NFT that's giving you passive income from every licensing per year is also, you know, going to get more popular and that makes you more money. So I think that's pretty cool all in all. But now let's get into something like BFFs, which is a podcast that just recently exploded and, you know, I, I know about Barstool. That's how I found out about BFFs. I, I, don't, I didn't know from the TikTok side, but I know it's pretty culturally relevant, especially with a lot of younger people. So something like this is interesting because they make ad revenue. So imagine if BFFs created these NFTs that were not only, you know, pieces of art and collectibles for the NFT cast, and maybe there's a this guy NFT, and then there's this girl NFT, and then there's a Dave Portnoy NFT, um, the goat, uh, <laughs> but imagine if they were able to basically create these NFTs that would, these guys say, Hey, you know what? We're going to make more money on the trading of the NFTs and the royalties we'll get from them trading on a place like OpenSea or Rarible or on the atomic hub, 
depending on what blockchain they use. So why don't we just put about 10% of all of our ad rev for this podcast into NFT holders. And then we'll have a way to separate from our individual companies and basically create revenue streams for ourselves for perpetuity. Um, So that's why this could be so huge because not only fans of the BFF podcast or of these or Josh Richards or Dave Portnoy or Bree could uh, just hold something that they like about their fans and they can add different benefits like instead of just the ad rev maybe there's a nft that's worth 100 grand that you get to meet josh richards and dave portnoy and have dinner with them both simultaneously one time a year maybe that would be worth more than a hundred thousand but imagine when that thing trades i mean if that thing trades four times or or even ten times and it's a hundred thousand then boom they just made back the cost that they're first selling it for I mean, that's pretty darn cool. So we've seen Gary V do this too, but he hasn't added the passive income piece. So I just wanted to put this on the radar for some podcasts. Obviously, I'm I'm a YouTuber right now, so I'm in the content business. But, but what I love about you know NFTs is, is the potential for people that don't have a lot of money to invest in something they know a lot about. And if they know a lot about 10 different things, then as those things fractionalize and create IP and NFT and profit sharing, not only does the thing that they love get something from them investing in it long term, but also they get the consumer gets something from it too. And with other asset classes just going insane, I think that in the future, this is going to be a great model for people that just want to start investing. And I'm very excited for it because it gives the common person a chance to really tap into their passions with investing, which is what I love to do is make investing fun, you know? So that's J Crypto, guys and girls, of course, ladies and gents. Everyone's welcome on the J Crypto Show. I want everybody here, and I just love you all. My goal is actually to get to 1,000 subscribers by August. We've been climbing pretty quick, and maybe this is the video to do it. I only have a few days. So if you want to hang out and uh, see some more content or go back and check out some, either way, uh, feel free to subscribe so you're getting that uh, and ping the notification bell, I'm pretty sure you got to do too, to get that content on a regular basis. All right, folks, thanks for listening to my spiel. I really appreciate you all and I hope you have a great rest of your week and rest of your day. Take care and comment below any other questions or projects you'd like me to cover. I always try to get to those and that's Jay Crypto. I'm out.